Welcome to the Soul Bloom Podcast. I'm so glad you're here. I'm your host, Nicole Doyle. Today, I am going to talk to you about Soul Bloom, the name, the name that almost was not. A few weeks ago, I was talking to a group of women that I mastermind with, and I said, I don't know, is Soul Bloom the name for this? Now, to put it in perspective, I've had this name in my back pocket for over a year. Dear friend, Katrina did a name reading for me. She is a nemeologist. I'm sure we'll have her on the podcast at some point. And it was the perfect name. It didn't work for my business. That's just my my name. But overall, Soul Bloom was it and I knew it. I stored it away. I kept it. I kept it close. But I was like, you know, I'll use this when it's exactly right. And my friends in the mastermind said, why are you waiting to use this? Like, this is perfect. This is exactly when you should use it. And I thought to myself, oh, I don't know. It felt like such a commitment to use something that I had been storing away that I was saving for a special time or saving for the right moment. And it made me think, how many other things are we saving for one day when? When is that day? When will we get there? How will we know? How will we know it's the perfect moment? Or will the time have passed and we're kind of like, oh, that really wore off, you know? It really made me a little bit emotional because it's like that fancy journal you buy with the hopes that it'll fix yourself (laughs) in some way that you will have this new journal and you'll use it and it'll be great. Or on the other side, maybe you're like me and you're like, this new journal is everything I want to use it so bad, but I'm going to mess it up. I don't want to mess this journal up and then I can't fix it. You know, there's that leftover residue from being a kid, like where people are like, you know, oh, save that for special times. And in a society of so much consumerism and all of that, and like buying new things and all this, sometimes you wonder like, what are we saving things for? Um, You know, I used to not to like to use like my nice things or like, oh, I can't wear that. Those are my nice things. And another friend I have wears white and beige all the time. You know, it's part of her essence, it's part of her aura. And as she wears white, I admire that because I save a lot of my white things just because what if I stain them? What if I get them dirty? What if something happens to them? Um, and I refrained from using them a lot because I didn't want to mess them up. And so all this to be said, Soul Bloom was that for me. I was thinking, hmm, I'll use that when the time is right. Well, when is the right time, right? It made me a little bit more emotional to think about, you know, when my mom passed away, nearly 11 years now, when I was going through her items and her things and seeing all the things that she was saving for one day when. Now, my mom, if you knew her, she was awesome. She lived in the moment and she was vibrant, vibrant, lively, everything. And so she didn't really save a ton for one day when, but going through someone's things after they've left this plane is an emotional experience to say the least. And you see all of their hopes, you see all of their dreams, you see things left unfinished, you see things that they didn't get to do or they didn't get to use. And it really hits you. It makes you feel a lot. And when we're constantly striving for one day when, we also have to remember, as morbid as it is, that it might not come. And so that really hit me when we were talking about the name Soul Bloom. I said, oh, you know what? I actually should use this now. And not should because I was like told to use it. Just, wow, you're right. This is the time. This is the moment. The bud is about to open and it is prime and ready to go. And how perfect is it that it's spring, my soul's blooming, hopefully yours is too, but if it's not, it will, you know, your blooms will come when they're ready 
And it's such a beautiful process. As I continued to think about one day when, you know, my mind wanders because I like to think of one day when in certain contexts. So, you know, let's go back a few years. Let's take it back. Back to when I was constantly dieting and I was like, oh, one day when I'm skinny, I'll be happy. Or one day when I'm skinny, I'll buy myself that outfit I want. Or, you know, let me buy those jeans for one day when I can fit in them. That was so misguided of me. I didn't know it at the time and it was just so difficult to always be living my life for one day when, and especially with diet and exercise. Like, you know, if you have an event coming up or something and there's absolutely nothing wrong with prioritizing your health, your body, um, and wanting to look or feel a certain way. There's not, I'm not going to tell you that there is something wrong with that. Just really depends on the come from. How are you coming from this area and this angle? Like, what are you coming at it from? If it's because you're searching for love and worthiness and that's the only way you think you can achieve it, I think I'd like to have a conversation that tells you otherwise. But that's a personal journey that you have to discover of why that's not necessarily the case. But at one point, I actually believed that in order to be, you know, have everything that I needed to be a certain size or a certain weight or a certain, you know, clothing size. And that one day would mean that I had to take that action. And so I was almost like obsessed with it. I was obsessed with like, oh, well, I must not be doing this right. Or like, how can I figure this out? Um, It consumed me. Now, I've done a lot of personal work on this. In fact, one of my mentors, Ali Shapiro, she runs a program called Truce with Food. And I was able to take that program personally with her. And this was about seven or eight years ago. And I never thought like, oh, this is going to like fix my, (laughs) fix my battle with food. And it, it didn't. It didn't right away. It wasn't like a, it wasn't like a silver bullet, right? It wasn't like, oh, suddenly I see things differently. But my life around food has been transformed because I'm no longer thinking about one day when. I'm not constantly in search of a diet. I'm not constantly thinking of how good or bad I'm eating. It's been liberating. And one day when is every day because it's no longer a point of contention for me. In fact, maybe like six or eight months ago, I was eating some really awesome Indian food and I was dancing because I was eating it. And little Nicole, or even adolescent Nicole, who's felt so uncomfortable in her body, could not have ever thought about dancing while eating. Like how outrageous does that sound? It really occurred to me like, wow, I've made a lot of progress with the way that I feel about one day when around my body and around food. And learning so much over the, you know, the course of this journey for myself, I've really learned to trust in my body and to be thankful for my body because I've put it through a lot. I mean, not terrible things, just like, hey, it's gotten me this far and it's like been through a lot of yo-yo dieting. It's been through a lot of deprivation, a lot of suffering, a lot of emotional stuff. And like, hey, you got me here, still here. And so when I think of one day when I often think of dieting and how much we limit ourselves for how much we can achieve or do and accomplish and really kind of forget how far we've come or where we're going or what we've already done because we haven't gotten there yet, wherever there may be. And when it comes to the one day when scenario of soul bloom, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm doing the same thing. I'll buy myself this when I get there. I will treat myself to this when I'm there. Oh, I can't book that vacation because 
blah, blah, blah. Or I'll wear that cute jacket, you know, on a special occasion. Now, don't get me wrong. There's definitely special occasion jackets. I'm not telling you to wear your full sequin blazer out to like the supermarket on a Wednesday. Unless you really want to, then go for it because I'm sure Whole Foods would love to see it. But as I continue to ponder over one day when, I wonder how many other things that I've limited myself to do for one day when. I remember when I started my career, I would say, one day when I make this much money, I'll be this. Well, you can guess it. (laughs) Guess what happened? One day when I made that much money and you know what I did? I cried on the floor of this office when I'm recording this podcast. Man, I'm just coming at you with a lot of details today in this podcast. But that one day when came and it wasn't what I expected. It wasn't what I thought it was going to be. And it was one of the most pivotal moments of my entire life. It was the moment I realized that I needed to take control of my life in a different way. And I've told this story in different ways before, but it's interesting how one day when can feel like some fictional moment that you're like, when will I ever get there? And then there's also that one day when where you actually get there and you're like, shit, this is not what I signed up for. I wonder how many other one day ones we have and how we can start prioritizing and living for them now. It almost makes me tear up to say that because I know even though I'm very well aware of this one day when phenomenon and dilemma, that there are still things that I'm like, oh yeah, I'll get to that one day, you know? And it really makes you think, why are you not making changes to do the one day when now? Obviously, there are some things that will take time and we can't rush that, especially the process of nature. But, you know, one day when really can be now if we take directed action, if we understand why we're hesitant to make the change. There's definitely stories running in the background of everything we do and the soundtrack to our lives. So don't be hard on yourself if you've got a bunch of one day wins. I just hope that this was illuminating and could teach you to think about things in the present moment versus living for one day when. If you've enjoyed this podcast and you'd like to hear more from me, you can go ahead and subscribe wherever you are listening to your podcasts. You can also leave a comment or a like if you're listening on Substack and subscribe to hear new updates from me on the regular. If you thought this was fun and you want to share it with a friend, you can also do that too. Thanks so much.